Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. This is Saturday Night on the Circle on 93 WIBC. Welcome back to Saturday Night on the Circle where Democrat mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, is waving the white flag under the enormous pressure of tens of thousands of illegal migrants flowing from the border to his city and overwhelming the infrastructure to support it. Thanks for listening to Saturday Night on The Circle. I'm Ethan Hatcher, your bespectacled curmudgeon. Producer Carl sitting opposite me. Beep, 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 pushing the buttons and doing the things to make the show function. Now, it's... Hilarious to watch Eric Adams uh, cry that the city is on the verge of collapse when he invited the hordes of migrants to his doorstep by declaring it a sanctuary city, by leaning on that Democrat virtue signal. But apparently virtue follow through is not their strong suit. It's, you know, they they want the benefit of appearing to support policies that make them look good. But when the rubber meets the road, they fold like a damp old sock or a cheap suit because they don't have the means to support hundreds of thousands of people like Adoy if only somebody had seen this coming and warned them about the disastrous effects of unlimited migration, um, the disastrous effects of Biden's border policy. They expected Republican border states to shoulder the burden of this, but now they're basically having to eat their words. Uh, the, the virtue follow through, uh, whether they like it or not, is uh, being forced upon them and Eric Adams. Oh, the city's on the verge of collapse. I don't see an ending to this. This issue will destroy New York City. Oh, no. Destroy New York City. We're getting 10,000 migrants a month. One time we were just in Venezuela. Now we're in Ecuador. Now we're getting Russian speaking coming through Mexico. Now we're getting uh, Western Africa. Now we're getting people from all over the globe have made their minds up that they're going to come through the southern part of the border and come into New York City. And everyone is saying it's New York City's problem. Every community in this city is going to be impacted. We got a $12 billion deficit that we're going to have to cut. Every service in this city is going to be impacted. Perhaps you think you're being treated unfairly? No. Good. This deal is getting worse all the time. And just like Lando Calrissian, uh, Mayor Eric Adams invited the evil empire into Bespin or the New York City because he did this deal with the Biden administration. He, you know, supported the 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 limitless flow of migrants over the border. And now he his city is being overwhelmed as a result. They bought their tickets. They knew what they were getting into. I say, let them crash. But they don't want to live with the effects of the policy they invited. Uh, Democrat Mayor Kathy Hochul asking for a federal bailout, as is Eric Adams, because they need tens of millions of dollars to sustain this. But, you know, the Republican border states have been putting up with this for decades. I have sent a letter to President Biden formally requesting immediate executive action in four key areas. First, 
expedited work authorization so we can get these people out of shelters and into the jobs. Financial support for federal housing vouchers, schools, health care, legal services, case management, and shelter for us to provide to these asylum seekers. The use of more federal facilities to construct new temporary shelters. And reimbursement for the cost of our National Guard, which have been on the ground at these shelters throughout the state. We want more money. Yeah, more money. More money from where? Just more money, you know. Note of the four areas Democrat Mayor or Democrat Mayor, Democrat Governor Kathy Hochul wanted uh, the Biden administration to address. None of them involved securing the border. They wanted bailouts. They wanted expanding federal facilities to handle the influx. They wanted them to be granted work visas right away. But what they didn't mention any not even a hint of, is securing the border to stop the tide. That's what's so damning and what is really an indictment of their mentality. Um, They want the influx because they desire remolding of the country. And, of course, they're operating uh, part and parcel with the uh, uh, moneyed business interests. You know, we've we've been through this rodeo a number of times where you get illegal uh, workers into the country uh, to artificially deflate labor value. That's, you know, it's part of the game. Um, And it's really disgusting what's going on in front of our eyes that is being egged on in so many ways by the negligence of the Biden administration. Thanks for listening to Saturday Night on the Circle. Of course, uh, Biden, not the only person that is failing. Also, unfortunately, thousands of Hoosier kids missing out on free breakfast and lunch, even though uh, many families continue to struggle with hunger and food insecurity. So we have more Hoosier children that need the free food, but even though it's available, they're not taking advantage of it. And of course, I'm not blaming the kids. It's not their fault. It's the rotten parents who aren't taking like, and this is the problem. Like even when you have uh, free, you know, free meals, free school, free school lunches and breakfast in the summer, they're not taking advantage of the program. And like, how do you legislate good parenting? You really can't. Like the the, the social societal mechanism by which that used to transpire was uh, some, some element and aspect of shame. We don't do that anymore. Uh, we enable bad parenting. And then to such a degree that even when you have these free programs, they are not taken advantage of. And the people the people who suffer the most is unfortunately the kids. Like, I'm not sure how you are able to recover from a bad setup like that. And of course, many, many do. There are examples of people um, who who make a better life, uh, even though they had bad examples from their parents growing up. But it, it's just sad to see um, when many of these kids are left behind. And then now, now these parents, instead of taking responsibility, then in turn blame others in their life for the failure. Like another example from Indiana schools, this from Washington Township, where parents are blaming the school for a racial achievement gap. Now, mind you, these schools are, you know, glutted, inundated with Democrat operatives and uh, teachers union fans. Um, And so 
before these people to then say that the schools are racist. Well, then what, what does that say about the Democrats who are staffing the schools? Um, but yes, there's apparently a large educational gap, um, severe, according to the Indiana Department of Education, 18.6% of Hispanic students in Washington Township, 20.7% of black students are proficient in the English language compared to 68% of their white counterparts, 17% of Hispanic students, and 13 of black students are proficient in math compared, again, to 60% of their white counterparts. So yes, quite a gap, but instead of parents you know, stepping up and stepping forward to make sure that their their children have an educational achievement. They're instead blaming the school to help close the gap. Members of the group concerned residents of Washington Township are asking school board members to step up and hold educators accountable. The belief what? of the group is that all kids deserve access to an excellent education. Race and income should not be barriers to achievement, uh, whether it's achieving success in school or achieving long term success. Um, and they're concerned. And they want to see the school system truly committed to diversity, equity, and inclusion. Like, we've got a cart before the horse scenario when you're blaming the educators for the educa the educational achievement attainment of the student. Like, clearly, there are some students who are benefiting from the educational structure of Washington Township. I, you know, unless it can be proven otherwise, I think that's a very serious accusation to say that there is uh, some degree of racism being levied about, levied by the educators, um, you know, instead, the much more likely answer is a lack of part participation at the home. And we need to really drill down on the cultural uh, causes for that disparity instead of blaming the school for an uh, disparity in educational attainment. Thanks for listening to Saturday Night on The Circle. We've got a lot more to come. Later in the show, guest Rob Kendall is joining the program, and we're going to talk more about my crash in Pennsylvania getting temporarily stranded while my uh, motor fell out and talk with his experiences on the vast open American roadways. Uh, many of you know he used to have to travel back and forth to North Carolina, a 12-hour journey to his radio station, so we might get some good talk out of that. Stay tuned for the conversation coming up on Saturday Night on The Circle. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the Saturday Night on the Circle podcast. Be sure to catch us live every Saturday night from 7 to 9 Eastern on 93 WIBC Indianapolis and watch us on the YouTube live stream where you can comment live with other fans.